Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. He's making a list, checking it twice, gonna find out who's naughty or nice. And then he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So you better be good for goodness sake. We sang it and we sang it as children. And there are probably five versions of it on your Christmas playlist. And I may sound a little extreme, but I want to strike it from my Christmas experience. Well, I may want to keep Bruce Springsteen's version of it, because playing that once a year would still be okay. But we have this view of Santa, and at times, we have this view of God. He is seen by many Christians as the bad Santa, the cosmic criticizer, the fun-stealing father, the distant parent, the majestic, naughty, or nice list maker, and the watcher waiting to pounce on us for our misbehavior. And I'm not sure that we realize how devastating these visions that we have of God really are to our journey with God. But the the prophet Isaiah gives us a more compelling vision. When he speaks of Christ in the incarnation, he says this, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. If you can, take a few moments to take in the word pictures that Isaiah gives us and then recognize that the posse of those who want to scare us with God rarely celebrate the splendor of the God-becoming-man miraculous incarnation. As you read the Isaiah passage, What do these words, concepts, and visions mean for us today? Well, here are a few thoughts and ideas for folks like us on the pathway to the extraordinary. Number one, give some thought to some of the misconceptions you have lived with concerning God. Number two, confess them to God. And number three, release them to God. Number four, offer a prayer like, God, I am more open and more receptive than ever before to be transformed by new visions of you. Number five, make some space and some time in your calendar to find and to experience God again in new ways. Set some times to reset each day in the morning, in the middle of the day, and in the evening, find a quiet, sacred space. Unplug from technology. And then do some things like this. Watch a fire at night. Take a walk in the forest. Experience a sunrise or a sunset at a shoreline, etc., etc. But be intentional and creative. Number six, Expand the time of this life-giving ritual as you continue to grow. 
Number seven, finish each day with a simple and powerful question like, how did I experience God today? And then speak it out loud and or write it down. And last, number eight, trust God in the midst of the negative voices and the bad images. That our God is the God who is love. Our God is the God who is with you and who is for you. The extraordinary life is lived in radical trust that our God is more glorious, more loving, more victorious, and more personal than we can even imagine. Our vision of God determines the quality of the life that we're really going to live. Radical trust is the foundation. It gives us courage to live God's great adventure for our lives. So open your soul and step into the mystery of the God who is good, the God who is love, the God who is with you and for you. As you consider trusting God in new radical ways, a place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom. God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life.